0: Welcome to episode number 370 of the Haskin cast podcast I am your host Scott Haskin here with an album review I know it's an off day but this is a brand new album that's just come out if you guys listen to my interview with this artist Mads that came out on Friday um, you'll probably be pumped to hear the music if you haven't gone to uh, the the you know anywhere that you might listen to music if you listen to a streaming site uh, it is available on iTunes and Amazon I've got the links in the show notes. You guys know if you've been with me for a while that I do not promote Spotify or any other streaming service. I will say they're great for checking out artists, you know, so you can hear the full songs, you can hear the full album and decide if you like it enough to stream it, you probably like it enough to buy it. So take care of artists, guys. Go to iTunes or Amazon and buy the album from her. Uh, I forgot to ask, and I, I meant to, it was on my mind. And you know, if you've been, again, if you've been with me for a while, when I do interviews, a lot of times I don't write any questions down. If I'm getting an interview through a publicist, there are certain topics that we have to talk about because they're there to promote a specific project. But apart from that, I'm pretty much, I, I like it to be a conversation. I've heard too many podcasts where they have their list of questions and not just podcasts, news interviews, television interviews, They have their list of questions. I asked a question. I got an answer. Great. Next question asked, answered. Great. Next question. They have to get through those things. But you're you're missing out on conversation. And when I interviewed John Barber, who uh, that interview came out yesterday, and if you haven't watched that seriously, this guy is unbelievably amazing. Um, He was kind enough to send me the link to his new documentary that comes out on the 22nd. And I watched it, jaw just dropped. It was absolutely amazing. Hopefully, um, if you're not able to make the premiere on the 22nd in California, you'll be able to see it before too much longer. His second documentary is available on Amazon. And his first documentary is available on YouTube. The link is on his website, johnbarbersworld.com. And uh, all the links are in the notes, uh, guys. But it is um it's fascinating so i went back and i watched the second documentary that he did that's on amazon absolutely blown away that that one's all about the kennedy assassination then i went back and watched the first documentary that's available on youtube unbelievable i mean the work he put into this the way he lays it out just unbelievable so when i talk to my guests i tend to not um i tend not to write anything down other than things like okay we have to talk about this this and this no matter what and i will have to make sure even if we're kind of going off in conversation that we work those three things in. But since I don't write anything down, I missed asking Mads this question, which I really wanted to ask, which was her album title is B&W Thoughts. Obviously, B&W stands for black and white, um, not Brown and Williamson, not, um, I don't know, whatever it might be. Uh, But why was that the title? And why is it all in lowercase? Totally spaced asking that. Um, Maybe I should write down at least one or two things that I think are important, but I didn't. I'm sure we'll find out someday. But in any case, the album's great. Let's get into it. The very first song. And by the way, I can't believe I'm on episode 370. That's a lot of podcasts. Not to mention the 398 I did for Uriah Heap, the Magician's podcast. And uh, I haven't counted up the ones that I've done with Corey for Backtrack's Aerosmith Revisited, which is a lot of fun. If you haven't checked out that show, it's a blast. Um, lots of good stuff coming up in, in the Corey Morissette podcast universe, I have to say. Um, But our first song is really short, so I'm actually not going to play it. It's only 29 seconds long. I usually play a minute long sample of a song, but I'm only going to play you 30 second clips of these songs. Some of them are very short and I don't want to give away the whole song. I really just want to give you a little bit of a taste and how I feel about the song. So I'm going to tell you about the opening song. Um, It's 29 seconds. I absolutely love it. It's called Empathy. And I think as I said in the interview, I think it is a brilliant opener. It's a great way to set the tone for the album without going through a whole song to get there. It's kind of neat, almost like a, like an overture, even though it's not. I mean, they're, they're not, it's not a thematic album where themes repeat musically. But it, it's kind of like that, here's what you're going to get in a nutshell. Um, really cool song. I love the vocals on it. Um, she's got such a great voice and such a great understanding of how to sing as I will probably say 30 times throughout this podcast, Um, absolutely love her. And she's just such a wonderful person. Now I've known um, her mom and her aunt for years since uh, high school. I think it was just before my senior year that I met them, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere in there anyway. And um, really, really super cool people. So uh, we're going to move on to song two. And it is called Weeks, W-E-E-K-S.
1: Slow down, take a deep breath, think about something other than yourself for a second. It's not that hard. Trust me like you used to back then, stop talking all the shit that you make up in your head. Being you sounds exhausting. I gave you what you wanted, I overcomplicated, now you're the one who can't move Lost, without me, you can't live out me Obsessed, won't leave it alone You wanted two wait Well, here's my notice, I'm going
0: I love that line being you sounds exhausting. That's what people say about me when they see the number of podcasts I've done or albums or videos or whatever. And they're like, I don't like I'm just tired looking at the list of things that you've done. Um, but it's not that hard. No, this is a great song. I, I love it. And just, you know, the opening sentiment, I feel really applies today. And, and hopefully, you know, not for much longer, but people are just so into everything is about me. Everything's about me. And you need to pay attention to me and you need to respect me and you need to um, you know, accept all the things that I am. And that's just the way it is because I have a need to be accepted as opposed to, you know what, just be you. People are either going to like you or not like you. We're not required to accept anybody. But this is a really cool song. I love the vocal feeling of it. And this, let me preface this too, by saying that this is really not the style of music I typically listen to. Um, I'm not very big on singer songwriter. I'm not very big on, um, you know, sound sounds that aren't I, I don't like progressive, like non-progressive music very much. There's some that I like, but not a lot. Um, so this is really outside of what I would normally listen to. But when I found out she was putting out an album, of course, I wanted to check it out right away, fell in love with it immediately. And this song has such a good feel to it. I like that it's simplified. I like that there's just those piano notes. It doesn't have to be a chord. It doesn't have to be a whole big progression. It's just accented very, very nicely. The guitars, when they kick in, the distorted guitars sound absolutely amazing. It's beautifully mixed. The production on the whole album is absolutely fantastic. As somebody who's been an audio engineer for over 30 years, I can tell you I wouldn't change anything, nothing. I'm amazed that they got such a huge drum sound, but yet it's not overbearing. It's definitely present. It's everywhere, but it doesn't encroach on the vocals or guitars or anything. It's actually very well done. Um, And I should point out that the producer and playing some of the instruments is Trevor Price and the drummer is R.K. Topper. And this is just a great song. I love it. I love the feel of it. Um, I also feel it's very personal. And I don't know if it is because we didn't really get into any of the specifics of the songs, but I, I feel like this is I feel like it's a personal story, but it's also something that a lot of people can relate to. So um, definitely a great one to check out the whole song, as I will say, on pretty much every song on this album, because they're all that great. Let's check out song number three. This is called I Wish You'd Hate Me.
1: Never thought <laughs> it getting hearted more is there left to say It took me way too long to give you up That's the problem of moving on it's always stuff I knew I'd now
0: I'm hearing at least three vocal layers in that opening, if not four. I suspect it's four, but I can definitely pick out at least three. Um, yeah, this is another song. that's it, really cool. It's got a great groove to it, definitely fits the style of music for sure. But the vocal is so passionate and really the most important thing in these songs is the vocals. You've got to have the music to back it up. You've got to have some kind of foundation for each song. Um, unless you're just going to do a cappella, which you wouldn't do for more than one song at the most, maybe a, a reprise for that, but really not going to be the focus. You're going to have to have some kind of music, but it's not, it doesn't have to be music heavy. It doesn't have to be, um, it definitely can't be overdriving the vocals. So there's a great balance here, but I love the energy in this song. Um, I love the power of it. I get the message too it, it makes sense to me. sometimes it's easier to move on with a situation if it just ends hard and that's what I get out of it. um maybe not necessarily what was meant, but that's my interpretation of it anyway. and again, the beauty of music it doesn't necessarily matter that the people get the message that you put into a song. What matters is that they get something out of it and I think a lot of times if you like if you break up with somebody or whatever and or you're the person that gets broken up with you obviously the person that's broken up with you has been dealing with that for a while they've made their decision they've stewed over it they've dealt with their feelings by the time that you get broken up with it's all fresh and new and a surprise and you like you're mad but you're more hurt and you just want everything to go back to the way it was and the other person you know they'll feel bad because you're going through all that and it would just be easier if you could hate them you know not like want to take vengeance hate, but hate them enough to get over it, to be able to not, um, be hurt or stew in it or, you know, help you move on whatever you need to do. So I, I get that as a, um, as a theme. I think it's a pretty cool theme actually. Um, yeah, great song and great energy in it too, considering, um, there's a couple of really just powerful vocals in here that I absolutely love. This girl can bring it no doubt about that. And that will bring us to our next song, which interestingly is titled Just Friends Again. I would say this is probably my favorite vocal on the album. That might change as I listen to these songs again, because I've only heard them a couple times. But um, yeah, this is beautiful. And the one thing that I really like about this is it shows me that you don't have to get like gritty or guttural to display emotion. You know, she's singing very gently, very smoothly, but you feel what she's going through. And I think that's a beautiful way to deliver emotion. You don't have to be like, oh, my God, all the time. You can, you know, you can just say what's on your mind without having to show it or show the depth of it. I really like that. I think that's really cool. But there's some great pitches that she hits in this, and it's all done so smoothly. I love the guitar. Again, beauty and simplicity, not a lot going on musically. It's really focusing on the vocals and the story, but the music is there to back it up mixed perfectly wouldn't change a thing. And that brings us to our next one. This is track five out of 10 already. This is The Man Who Went Free.
1: My back, trying to cut you out I'm Pulling on strings, making myself doubt Can you hear me? Are you out there? Am I worthy of a Nina? Was it pretty? Watching from the background I can't even drop.
0: One thing I will say as a songwriter is never underestimate the power of a good pulse, whether it's a heartbeat or if it's just, you know, like a straight, gentle, single kick, something type pulse can be very, very powerful. The heartbeat is always the best because we just naturally relate to that, right? And I love the way they did it here. It's there. You feel it more than you hear it. I mean, you hear it in the beginning, but once the song starts and you're paying attention to the vocal and the strings, you really just more feel it than you hear it. and that is a great, great vibe for this song. I love the feel of it. I love the strings. There's also a little synth that comes in that's um I don't know how to describe it. sort of a an airy, percussive synth I want to say. And it's just in the background, really gentle, that uh, comes up not too far after this point that I absolutely love. And it's almost, I mean, it's its there, you can hear it, but it's almost something that you just kind of hear subconsciously. It's so beautifully laced in to that. And it just adds just that little touch that gives the song even more. But I love this one, especially because of the mood of it. Um, it, it just feels great. Her vocal delivery is fantastic. It's so gentle. And you just feel such deep emotion in it. I really can't wait to see what else she does. I mean, I think she's going to have a, an amazing history as a songwriter and performer. Um, I don't know how, like, I don't go to shows that do this kind of music, so I don't really know how they translate to the stage or how that's all done. But uh, she does a lot of live work. She's very comfortable on stage, so I'm sure that she, she's got that part figured out. If not, I'm sure that she will soon. But I know she was already doing some shows. Um, with, uh, her band that, um, she's got, she's got a great support system and that makes me really happy because for a lot of our, us solo artists, we're always trying to find people to do something. We're always trying to put something together so we can get a project done. And we spend so much time wasted on that. Um, I've had so many projects that I couldn't release or couldn't do on time or had to go through a lot of people to get done just because it's really hard to find people to work with that will do what they say they're going to do. And also just communicate. I always say, if you can't get it done, just let me know as soon as you can so that I can figure out what to do from there. And usually I'll get on the day it's due or the day before it's due. "Um, Could you send me the lyrics again? Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Well, it's due tomorrow. Like I'm releasing this in a week. So you should have told me a month ago. Like I always give, try to give at least two months, two months. And I get that it's easy to say, okay, I'm going to get this done. You're all excited when you first get it. And then you're like, okay, well, I'm going to work on it tonight. All right, well, let me have dinner first. And then the next thing you know, three weeks have gone by and you're like, I really need to get to that song. And it just goes on and on and on. Communicate. That's it. That's all you have to do. But fortunately for Madge, she's got what sounds to me like a great, support system, a great number of people that she can reach out to in her community. And then of course, there's the internet, you can always reach people over the internet, hey, can you do a drum track for me? Hey, can you add a violin to this, you know, whatever it is. But especially for live performances, that has to be local, or you have to be able to fly people in on a moment's notice, which can be very, very expensive. And unless you're playing, you know, decent size arenas, you can't afford to do that. This business is not one that makes a lot of money anymore. So um I'm glad that she has a local support system. I'm glad she has people that she can reach out to. Um yeah, really really cool. But this is a song that I think would be great on stage. If you can get all the elements to feel like this on stage, I think this would be a fantastic song to do live. I really do. It's got great emotion in it. She sings it so beautifully. Um and I love that just the feel of the strings, that little airy percussion of a synth. Um just fantastic great song. I, I, I was almost going to say this one might be my favorite, but I'm um, probably going to say that on everything at this point. So I'm just not going to say it. Um, that leads us to song number six, which is called Anywhere But Here.
1: I bought the ticket, got on the flight. I told my parents they know I lied Could cut the tension with a knife I loved your family like they were mine My heart was racing, I knew you lied Your selfish ways had me hypnotized And I wish I could go back in time and tell myself I
0: I think this is a theme that pretty much everybody can identify with, with at least one thing in their life, if not multiple things in their lives. You know, we um, we make decisions. A lot of them we tend to regret. Or if we had known how it would end or if we had more confidence, we might have um, played them out differently, you know, made different decisions. So it's it's just one of the toughest things of life, to be honest. But I love the feel of the song. Interestingly. Um, It was like the way that she ended one of the lines in the beginning before the music really kicked in when it was just that lovely guitar, um, which I absolutely loved. Um, Just just fantastic sound to it. Really nice, gentle strumming. Um, But it was the way she ended one of the lines. I'm like, this is what I don't like about this style of music is words just kind of they just kind of end sometimes. Like if you were to say um, this is the way I feel. And that's very common from the the little bit I know of this genre of music. And I think that's one of the things that for me is typically a big turnoff. I, I'm used to just lyrics being done differently, where the, every word has a little bit more meaning. And it, it's almost like, I feel like they're giving up on the word when they sing it that way. And this is nothing against Matt, it's the style of music. And that's why one of the reasons I, I'm just kind of turned off to this style in general. But other than that, I mean, this song is just, fantastic especially when the when the there's a build that comes in with the bass and and the the snare drum and really powerful vocals after that you can almost see her like walking up and down the aisles of the plane singing and, and being like really animated and everybody like in the video right and then everybody just sitting there reading their newspapers eating their whoppers or whatever and And um, and she's like screaming out and no one's listening. I don't know why that visual comes to my mind, but if you ever do a video, there's a concept for you. Um, Really cool song, though. Very, very powerful vocal. One of the most powerful, I think, on the album. Um, Every one of them has significance, but there's a difference between significance and something powerful. And I think this is probably one of one of, if not the most powerful vocals on the album. And uh, we're only on song five or six, so we've got a little ways to go yet. Let's see what our next song brings us, Serendipity. Serendipity. <laughs> Okay, this is my favorite song in the album. Damn it. They're all my favorite song. Not fair. Really love this one. This would be when she gets the gig on Saturday Night Live. This would be the second song that she would play, I think. Um, got just such a beautiful feel, beautiful feeling to it. Love the the just sweet sounding vocals of it. Aside from the story, the vocals just sound sweet. I mean, I know they're talking about pain and that, but they they just have. Just such a sweet feel to him and the sound that's in him, the harmonies, um, everything just absolutely fantastic. Love the atmosphere of the guitar. To be honest, it's kind of hard these days to find a way to just play a guitar and have it be interesting because I feel like so much has already been done. But when I hear a song like this, it doesn't matter if this rhythm or this melody has been done before because it just sounds beautiful the way it rests within the song and keeps it moving but doesn't dominate. Um, just absolutely amazing. Amazing. I love it. Um, great song. Absolutely fantastic song. One that I will listen to along with all the other ones as many times as I possibly can in my lifetime uh, while being reasonable. But no, it's just got such a beautiful atmosphere to it. I I really dig this tune. Um, we're going to move on to our next song. Crazy, but you like it.
1: Teenage dream, Mama. Hope is romantic. When you're in the room, I feel steady.
0: This has to be the most interesting vocal on the album, and the reason I say that is because of it doesn't it doesn't fit the standard vocal pattern like what you would expect. There's a section a little ways down the song where it's just sung in a way that you you wouldn't think to sing things. It's not the typical lineal structure of vocals or the you know where you would come up and down. It's just got a different feel to it altogether, which I find. Absolutely fascinating because it's not something I would have come up with. And I really, really love it. And then the way it ends also is not the way you would expect. It doesn't go to a complete progression. It kind of goes down a little bit for the last pass of it. And I thought that was super cool. Like there's just so many interesting things to hear in this song. Drums are great. Guitars are great. I love the sound of it. Um, The guitars on this album sound fantastic. No doubt about that. It's a nice crunchy tone in the distortion but it's not an overbearing tone it's not too distorted for the music really really suited great great tone um yeah i mean i i could sit here and say the word great over and over and over again and i feel like i should but i'm not going to because we already know that song's great but what we don't know is great yet but we're about to find out is song number nine it's called don't try
1: i should take you to jail Pretty boys like you shouldn't be around here Unless you're hitting me with me Now come and grab a chair I'll teach you how to stick the landing Feeling this way makes me a little scared I won't go to church. Pretty girls like me don't take another man's word. For five, survive, hey, baby, could you stay a while? Before I miss the ending, of feeling this way makes me unskilled.
0: This song has such a great build to it. I mean, even just to this part, going from the beginning with just that that little muted guitar and the vocal, and then getting to this point where it's really powerful. Great build, absolutely great build. Another fantastic vocal, really delivered with power too. Um, She's got all the ranges, man. I mean, I don't know pitch-wise how far she can go, but she's got power. She can sing smoothly. She can make you feel emotion without having to be gritty. She definitely knows how to sing, and I love it. And more importantly, she knows how to write. These are great lyrics. Really, really solid songs. Um, It's been such a fantastic album. And it makes me sad that we're already hitting our last track. But we are. And it's going to be a good one. It's called Man.
1: I turned 19 and then I dyed my hair It's falling out but I don't really even care I'll just buy more hair
0: Again, uh, another thing I think we can all relate to the uh, illusion that there's enough time and it feels like we're trying to cram all these things into a day, but mostly we're just tired at this point. (laughs) Um, Yeah, another killer vocal. I think this would be like if you sang this song a couple of times a day, you'd probably be able to keep your voice in shape forever. I really feel like that because it's got such a great range to it. Um, she hits some some really strong notes in here. It's a great song. It, it has a huge chorus to it. But it's a really powerful song, really powerful statement. Good tempo. Great song to end the album on, because as soon as it's over, you're like, I need more of this. And you're just going to go ahead and go back to song one. I really feel like that. It's a, it, And I've talked about that before, the importance of of how you end well, it used to be how you end a side, right? Because when, when um, we used to listen to vinyl, you had to want to flip it over and listen to something else as opposed to say, well, you know, I heard that side of a record. I'll listen to something else now. They had to hook you to where you wanted to flip it over and listen to the second side. And then the ending would be, I want to go back and hear that again. So when it came to cassettes, it was, I want to flip it over after however many blank seconds there are whether that was side A or side B, because one of them would be shorter than the other. And then with CDs, it was, do I want to pop this CD out and listen to something else? Or was this so damn good, I have to hear it again. And I really feel like the way that this album started and the way this album ended, you're going to just want to go back to the beginning again. It's, It's a great feel good album. It has a lot of emotion to it, but you can get into every single song and enjoy it very easily without any effort whatsoever because it's beautifully written excellent performances perfect mix 10 out of 10 could not say enough good things about this album and i just can't wait to see what mads does next mads congratulations on your first album i'm getting ready to start another album here well i've already kind of started it and uh, i know what it feels like i remember when i finished my first one and it is unbelievable i cannot wait to see where her career goes from here Thank you guys for tuning into a very special episode because I never air episodes on Sunday. I think, well, I mean, I did in October, but that's because I did a run of eight episodes in a row. But normally I don't, you know, I do my reviews on Wednesday, do interviews on Saturday. It's been crazy the last couple of weeks, really since mid-October. And this was just a, a great time. Her album's out. It's fresh. Grab your copy on iTunes or Amazon. Links are in the show notes. And I will be back on schedule on Wednesday with another show. Thanks for listening, guys. Cheers.